Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White. An on-demand audio presentation of RedPeachSports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Aaron Dietrich here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Merle, alongside from the Washita Citizen, Jake Martin. Good morning, Mr. Martin. Hey, man. I couldn't sleep last night. Uh-oh. I was so excited for the fights this weekend. You, have you ever been like that, Aaron? Or recently, I should say, where you've been so excited about a sport or an event that you just couldn't sleep the night before? Sleeping's never really a problem for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, before a college football weekend, you know, the opening weekend, you don't, you don't find yourself really excited that you stay up later than you really wanted to? Perhaps, yeah. You're right. But for the fights? Well, I'm not. I know you wouldn't have trouble sleeping before fights. Maybe, maybe you're that excited about this. Yes, thing. dude. This card, even is, with all these injuries and everything that's going it's on, it's one injury. Oh. Well, it's a, yeah. It's what about this guy you just showed me? Uh, fell <laughs> fell off the podium or whatever, tripped <laughs> over something. No, that's just kind of the luck that UFC's had. The main event uh, fighter Daniel Cormier tripped, was getting out of his chair after the press conference and fell backwards, tripped over <laughs> a little speaker behind him. And uh, apparently his leg's swollen now, and, you know, you know, for those who, who put some money on him, they're starting to get a little nervous, a.k.a. me. Are you going to have to put him, like, in a, a bubble for 24 hours? I, all of them. Lock him all yes. in a padded room? Just bad luck, man. 888-993-7762 is Jake is fired up for the fights tomorrow. Are you going to make that argument later in the show? Yeah, uh, I'll do this. I, it won't be a conversation between two you know, hardcore fans discussing the fights. I'm going to try to pitch the fights to you, see if I can get you excited for the fights, thus pitch it to the listeners and see if they get excited. All right. Do, you, do you have sound, solid arguments? Yes, I really do. Did you take notes? or? I, I, I can on break. <laughs> it's not, not hard to talk about these fights and get excited about them. 888-993-7762. It's the Stuart Shelby Goosehead Insurance Hotline slash text line. Go to StuartShelby.com for a free quote. Find out how the power of choice can save you money on auto and home insurance. All right, let's go through some headlines this morning. Another weird collection. Yeah, we have more headlines this morning. I just don't know where to start. So I'll, I'll leave that None up None of them you. should be on the front page. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. But there's still headlines. Uh, well, okay, let's start there. Rousey, uh, she, how long has she been retired? She's already going to the Hall of Fame. Ronda Rousey? Yeah. Uh, well, they have a modern wing and they have a pioneer wing, which I think it's kind of silly, too. I'm kind of making that same face you're making. But, yeah, um, they, they induct people who, who recently retire. Uh, that's just kind of what they what do. What two wings? A modern wing and a pioneer wing. Oh. So, like the old school fighters in the Pioneer Wing, and then the modern wing is usually somebody who just recently retired. 
But so with that being the case, I I, I would say she's deserving. Hmm. Other headlines this morning. <laughs> I was just trying to tie it in with your big fights. Well, okay. Um, how about this story about Leonard Fournette? Yeah. This is a good story. Uh, like you said, this wouldn't be on the front page, but it's a, it's a pretty feel cool. good story. It's a feel good story. Um, this LSU student, uh, Jane Loso, probably butchering her name. She started a GoFundMe account because she needed ten thousand dollars for a final year. Uh, for some reason, she lost her financial aid for her fifth year. Anyway, she needed ten thousand dollars. She wanted to raise five thousand. She was going to match the other five thousand. So she started a GoFundMe, and Leonard Fournette saw her on Twitter, told her to DM her, said that he would take care of the rest, nice. which I think is a really cool thing, you know, kind of paying it forward uh, for people back home. Dice contributed too, I believe. I don't think it – was it for her? I don't know. No. Um, he did for someone. He, I just saw a tweet that, you know, Geis has now raised over $20,000 for cancer research donated a thousand dollars to a student it could have been her it might have been someone else uh for for uh tuition and um and also a while back took redskins fans to the movies and bought their tickets and concessions so yeah so much for those character concerns uh, sticking with lsu football the recruiting battles continue and uh, it appears ed orgeron has won another one his eighth commit since june and this involves the uh State's top linebacker from Eric, John Eric. Yeah, this is not. This was not a surprise. You know, everyone expected him to pick LSU, but um, this is just another big time commit that he's gotten in the last two weeks. So Dante Starks, with him, Michael Detillier kind of explained it the best. I thought he compared him to Debo Jones and said mm -hmm. that he has excellent. Um, he, he has excellent cover skills as a linebacker. So. This is a very talented four-star linebacker that LSU's getting. And, listen, at Orgeron, the stars are aligning. I think he's putting himself in position to get the number one recruiting class next year, which is pretty insane after kind of the way things ended with last year's recruiting class. A lot of people were upset about it. But I'll say this. You know, a lot of people were, were really hammering Orgeron because it was, it was a bad string of luck. You had the Canada thing. You had the Notre Dame loss, which a lot of those – plays down the stretch a lot of those decisions fell on order on shoulders and that loss so they lost a lot of momentum including that that recruiting class down the stretch and since then he's kind of picked it back up this class looks really good he went out and got burrow and terrence alexander two transfers he, he said that I, we have to land uh some big names in, uh, as transfers to help with this year's team and he's done that so you know, I think it's been a good couple of months for Ed Orgeron. If he can hold on to these verbal commitments after a rough start to the football season. <laughs> yeah, and that you got to always say that. These are verbal commitments. These are high school kids. They change their mind a lot. Uh, Eric does also feature a pretty good quarterback by the name of Travis Mumphrey. When he verbally committed in New Mexico, we said, what? Yeah. Uh, now he's flipped to UNLV. We'll see if he holds that commitment to the Redding Rebels. I'm still saying, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, LSU baseball news, a lot of LSU news here, I know. Uh, they did lose out on that outstanding shortstop, uh, Bruce Tarang, I believe is how you pronounce his name. He signs with the Milwaukee Brewers for over $3 million. Yeah, but Mississippi State got the JT Ginn kid, the right-handed pitcher. He was a first-round pick for the Dodgers. 
he decided to go play for State. So State got a big-time player uh, in JT again. Mm. Other college baseball news, it is official. Rice has put out the press release. They have picked up Louisiana Tech pitching coach Corey Barton. He's going to move inside the conference from Louisiana Tech to Rice. Corey Barton will actually join us at the top of the hour to discuss his big move after just one year with Louisiana Tech. I say big move, but this is the second year in a row where the Diamond Dogs lose a pitching coach inside the conference. Ouch. Yeah, um, but there's something about Rice, right? You know, there's something about – just just that name. I mean, it's been built up over the years, so I, I can understand it for sure. But if you're a Diamond Dogs fan, I mean, how fired up are you about this? The fact two years in a row you lose one to Southern Miss and then to Rice. Yeah. No, look, the future is most certainly bright for Louisiana Tech baseball, yeah. especially with the young players that played and contributed last year. I think if you're looking at next year, you're going, oh, man, I can't wait to see how the Bulldogs build off of this year. We look forward to hearing from Coach Barton coming up at 8 o'clock. Other headlines. Other headlines. Um, How about this? The Sterlington Sports Complex. Mm -hmm. They will sell alcohol uh, as early as this fall for the adult league softball. Um, That and potentially future high school showcases, which they have a high school showcase out there this weekend. If you want to go watch some baseball. Uh, and catch some at Sterlington Sports. So at first, this raised some eyebrows and perhaps a red flag or yeah. two when people <laughs> saw, oh, they're going to be serving alcohol at Little League games. That'll work out well. That's And that's not the case. Uh, they will not be selling for any, any youth league games. They will be selling just for the adult softball and, uh, like I said, potentially these high school showcases. Um, they kind of got the idea for the high school showcases because they're doing that in a lot of other areas. Heard from someone that uh, just went to the Atlanta uh, high school showcase. They were selling beer, beer there. So mm. they're, they're thinking, well, if they can do it, why can't we? Mm. Other headlines. Here's your Houston Astros update. We are your headquarters for the Strohs. They win, and they win in dramatic fashion against the Chicago White Sox. They scored two runs in the ninth inning to win a squeaker 4-3. to three. Yeah, Verlander threw a gem in that 4-3 to three victory. There wasn't a game, but I guess we still need to do a – World Cup update. All right, here's your World Cup update. We will get tabered away in here in a minute. Uh, are you ready? We're in the uh, quarterfinals. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they did rank, I see on ESPN, the eight remaining teams left. Any idea who's the favorite now? Oh, I, have n- I couldn't even venture a guess. <laughs> I know England's in there, but I know they're not the favorite. Uh, Brazil, number one. Okay. France, number two. Belgium, number three. Uh, Uruguay coming in at four. Croatia at number five. At number six, England. Sweden at seven. And Russia coming in at number eight. Ranking one through eight, according to ESPN. We got France playing Uruguay today at nine o'clock. And then tonight, uh, this afternoon, Brazil versus Belgium. John Tabor. Two good games here, correct? Yes. That is your World Cup update. <laughs> I mean, you've said all – there's nothing more to say. I don't want to steal your thunder, man. <laughs> the, the, well, there is no thunder. This. That's the thing. It didn't rain yesterday. Well, it didn't rust in for a little bit. But I guess one, one, one quick observation of that top eight, you, you, the top four all on one side. Oh, wow. So it's, it's that work that's out? a tough draw. Mm. It's just uh, kind of how it fell, and you had some upsets over on the you know 
in particular Spain on the other side that kind of just the way the brackets fell out after pool play and it it looked pretty lopsided going into the knockout round but it is what it is pre uh world cup rank they had actually brazil number one france at number four belgium at number six and uruguay coming in at number nine there's your world cup update yeah very good good Look job forward guys. To jake watching his first world cup match this weekend yeah uh, or today yeah we'll see <laughs> don't hold your breath okay uh a couple more notes you saw that kansas hired jeff long yeah this is interesting of course, Jeff Long being the former Arkansas AD. Now, everyone's going, okay, is he going to hire Bielema as his football coach? How funny would that be? So, I, keep an eye on that. Uh, another note, uh, Keon Howard, the Southern Miss quarterback, he threw for 1,200 yards and eight touchdowns last year. He's done with Southern Miss. He announced this on Twitter last night. He's moving on from Southern Miss. So, the Golden Eagles, which I, it looked as if he wasn't going to be the starter anyway, but the Golden Eagles now suffer some uh, quarterback depth issues with him departing. Hmm. Those are a few headlines on this Friday morning. If we missed one or two, certainly give us a heads up. 888-993-7762. It's all part of the starting lineup. Brought to you by Louisiana Pain Care. The starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Are you crying? Starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Let's go crying. Let's get to the starting lineup. I had a chance to uh, visit with Justin Jelleby and Ellis yesterday. Of course, a huge event coming up tonight and rolling in tomorrow with a football camp. You'll hear from the former Neville and Louisiana Tech star coming up later in the show. It was about a. Uh, 2 33 o'clock out at the neville track yesterday that is a large man sweating all over the track <laughs> yes <laughs> yes indeed it's fun catching up with uh, justin and the success that he continues to have uh, this offseason sunday new deal with the oakland raiders three years for 15 million dollars not too shabby yesterday i also had the opportunity to catch up with ulm star travis money's big things are expected out of him going into next year he just wrapped up a big summer playing for uh, the Bahamas Nationals. Yeah, squad. actually did very well for them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm interested in hearing that. Um, also, we'll catch up with Corey Barton later on in the show. He'll be calling in. And Joey Trappe for his weekly visit coming up at 8.45. Yeah, plus I want to get into some fights talk. I want to try to sell you on these fights. I, I've yet to get you to, to come over and watch the fights. I can't get you intrigued enough. I'm going to see if I can do it today for tomorrow's fights. I think I can. I don't know if you saw this or not. Uh, everybody loves to do rankings at this point of the year. Well, yeah. We do it every Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Athlon Magazine comes out. They rank the 130 college football coaches in the country. Major debate continues to rage on. Who should be ranked higher? Chad Morris or Ed Orgeron? Or perhaps Skip Holtz? I have a feeling someone's higher than than most people might expect. Mm. I can't wait to debate Ed Orgeron and Chad Morris part 62 <laughs> on the show later today. Uh, Athlon Magazine doesn't even have it close. Who cares what Athlon thinks? They did some extensive research on this. Did they? They crunched the numbers. Okay. 888-993-7762. We're off and running on the morning drive. 
All right, so you're not buying this little conversation or how some uh, media people are throwing some things on the wall about Isaiah Thomas and the potential of him landing down with the Pels? I just don't think there's a lot of substance to it. I don't think there's a lot of validity to it. I think it's people thinking out loud. Um, For the right price, I think it would be a nice move. I don't know how well he would fit in just because, you know, it worked really well with Boston. Mm Mm-hmm. Didn't work so well elsewhere, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. So I think people were kind of thinking out loud. But if you if you take what people are saying and, and what people are saying is the Pelicans are looking into getting Isaiah Thomas, uh, as well as they're kind of shopping and looking at uh, Dennis Schroeder from the Atlanta Hawks, it, it makes me feel better because they're not just being content at moving Drew Holiday back to point and using Peyton as a backup or. You know, using Peyton as a starter and, and, and keeping Drew at the two, it, it tells me that they are trying their best to get another point guard. And I'm happy to hear that, happy to see that, because I think they do need another point guard on this team. Hmm. What was your other note you had from basketball? Well, uh, the note I had was, I don't know if you saw this, but Trey Young and Grayson Allen got tied up yesterday. Much ado about nothing. It is, it is, but... That's Whatever Grayson Allen does something or is even close right. to anything, <laughs> that's exactly all of a sudden it becomes headlines. That's exactly it. It's not much to it, but it's still newsworthy, and, and it still grabs a lot of people's attention because Grayson has that stigma. He has that reputation. Uh, I did like this quote from Trey Young after the game, though. Uh, and, and for those who didn't see it, it, it they, they got their arms tied up, and then there was a little bit of a shove, but it, it got broke up immediately. Trey Young, you know, had to – like a tough guy afterwards, like he wanted to go after Grayson Allen. Allen kind of walked away. But anyway, uh, after the game, Trey Young says, that's not the first time Grayson has gotten tangled up with someone, but it's not the first time and last time I'm going to get tangled up with someone. It's going to happen. This is the NBA. It's going to be a physical game. Grayson is a physical player. I'm a physical player. So, like like we said, much to do about nothing, but we're going to – put Grayson Allen under that microscope and try to analyze every little scuffle he gets into. Travis Munnings from uh, ULM has had a pretty cool summer playing on the Bahamas National Squad. They played two games last week. They needed to win the first. They did not win it to try to continue to try to qualify for the Olympics, playing in the uh, World Cup uh, qualifiers. So they played a Dominican Republic in the final game, and uh, – Travis Munnings actually, along with uh, Buddy Heald, uh, led them in scoring. He's had he had two nice performances. Uh, a lot of things are expected out of Travis Munnings. Of course, a six foot six, two hundred pounder, had a, a big junior year. Was a second team All Sun Belt Conference selection. Yesterday, I had an opportunity to catch up with uh, Travis. We discussed his trip down south and, of course, his expectations now for the upcoming year. I've been working on mostly like ball handling. Like more on the perimeter, like coming off ball screens, you know. That's not not always just me like setting the screens, but actually using the ball screen, coming off it and stuff like that, going downhill, continuing to be aggressive, and that's not that not only let them know that I can shoot, but I always I can attack the rim too. Also, you put your name into the NBA draft, and of course withdrew withdrew it. What were some of the comments, some of the feedback that you got from them? Um, basically, like handling the ball more, coming off ball screens, and uh, being aggressive, you know, and like. That's um take continue to take good shots and um continue to try to get better each and every day. I know it's exciting to play for your national team. What was the experience like this summer? It was it was great, you know, like I, I ain't seen some of my friends in like four or five years, so 
you know, being able to like, like see them again and like all us playing together. It was it was a great experience. I really had fun. I really enjoyed my time. I what, learned a lot from them too. Also, what's it mean to you when you put that jersey on? It means a lot, you know, because like everybody back home, everybody back home, like watching you, and, like you know, chant for you to like chant for us to do great, you know. Uh, it's a it's a feeling like you really can't express, cause like you know when you got the whole Bahamas watching you, it was, it was awesome. You uh, lost that first game, correct? Yes, sir. How disappointing was that? And then you guys rebound in dramatic fashion. Um, it was disappointing. We we didn't come out ready. We didn't come out um, with the right mind, you know, to be in attack mode from the beginning. So we had to like, you know, I guess we was like anxious to play, but like, you know. So we just had to like, you know, try to get ourselves in the game and like, but we beat ourselves too, you know. But get them all the credit, they did a great job. I know it's an opportunity to showcase your individual skills, but it's about the team, it's about the country. How hard is that to kind of get the team chemistry together? It's really hard, you know, because some of them teams, they've been together for like, they know each other from when they was young, you know. Um, for us, we just be together for like four or five days, because all of us play in like different, like some some of them professional, some in the NBA. So us coming together, we only got like four to five days to practice, and then we go play. But most of them, they've been practicing like the two, three months together, you know. So, what kind of advice do guys like Buddy Hill give you? Buddy, you know, Buddy, Buddy's like a big brother to me. Like, you know, he always encouraged me to like continue to believe in my game. You know, play with confidence. You know, he said confidence is the main key. And like, don't ever shy away from the moment. You know, every time you go there, give it your all. Travis Money's uh, pretty cool stuff, pretty cool summer that he's having. He's going to be fun to watch next year. Heck, he's been fun to watch the last three years. You look back at last year, average about 16 points, eight rebounds per game. Continues to work on that outside game and just going through some of the highlights when he played for the Bahamas National Squad. Uh, just off the bounce and then, of course, the range that he has, it continues to improve. Throw him in the mix with the other guys coming back, including the, the Wichita State transfer and then Michael Ertle and others. ULM fans should be excited. <laughs> I love how cautious you are when you're saying that. You're well, like, I mean, you're like ULM fans should be excited. <laughs> you whispered that. You pretty much just whispered that into the mic. It's okay. You could say it. Well, I mean, <laughs> you could say it. They should be excited. Mm -hmm. A lot yeah. of hype. Yeah. Uh, you're not all into this, and, and now the ESPN's pushing it down our throats. So summer league basketball in the NBA. Who who is is this? Well, obviously they need the programming because it's going to be all over the place. Uh, ESPN and this ESPN is too. just a summer filler. Yeah. You know, ESPN's looking. Give for us stuff. cornhole over that. <laughs> ESPN's looking for something to put out there, uh, programming wise. So I can't hate on them for putting it on, but I don't know who would be this into summer league basketball unless you're just a straight up die hard basketball fan. Um, because honestly, there's so much basketball. There's more basketball than anything, I feel. Basketball feels like the year-round sport. Between summer league, between when the, se when the season starts, and of course, you know, March Madness, you get that double dose. Uh, everybody's in on college basketball then. Plus, you've got the NBA nearing the playoffs and teams trying to make those playoff pushes. So, you know, there's a lot of basketball all year long. Why do you want to spend your summer watching it as well? Uh, speaking of programming, so I did watch a little uh, Cornhole Invitational after the uh, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Competition the other day. Mm -hmm. uh, they tried to make it well, – first of all, there was a couple things that stood out to me. A couple of the guys were wearing earplugs. They were listening to music, and they were like, oh, they do that to tune out the crowd. 
I said, literally, there's 20 people watching this thing. And half of them weren't even watching. They were in their phones or they were talking to whoever's next to them. So I found that comical. Then they tried to commercialize it too much where they had everybody wearing jerseys and they all looked the same. I want the guys out there in their blue jeans. Or blue jean shorts. Yes. And I've watched a couple of them where that has been. And then they have a little table and they have their drink sitting on the table. I think that adds a little to it. Well, now I want someone to be out there in their their uh, their beats, yeah. beats by Dre, just to be sponsored by them. Uh, you think yeah. cornhole? You have players? to tune out the distractions, but then there was there wasn't a lot of team chemistry. They couldn't communicate very well. Sure, well. sure. You think cornhole players get a lot of sponsors? Uh, you think they get sponsored at all? Uh, I think they were sponsored by uh, Brats, Johnson's Brats, or something like that. Oh. So. Okay, I ain't hating. Joey Chestnut, by the way, following up on yesterday's story, did you realize he only won ten grand for that? What? <laughs> I thought it was much more than that. What are, what are his sponsorships like? Yeah, he deserves a few sponsors. Yeah. yeah. Go out and sponsor Joey Chestnut. Rolades. Rolades. 888-993-7762. Coming up next, we're going to discuss a big event coming starting tonight. Uh, Justin Jellybean Ellis' is, uh, auction tonight, and then tomorrow, of course, a big camp. You'll hear from uh, Paul Guerrero, com- Paul Guerrero, Jeff Guerrero, coming up after the break. This is a special treat in studio. Power agent Jeff Guerrero from Pro Source Sports joins us here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe. Jeff, how you doing this morning, bud? Doing great. Good morning. Appreciate you having me, Jeff. Uh, this is pretty exciting for the second year in a row. Justin Jellybean Ellis Camp taking place, of course, on Saturday. Well, I guess it uh, actually officially get kicks off on friday first of all second year of this thing i know it's going to be bigger and better how cool is this that uh, justin jellybean and some of his buddies are coming back for another year uh, it's unbelievable we're, we're so blessed to have justin in our community uh justin was a neville high school graduate and um basically went from there to tech and then was drafted by the raiders and he's the he's the starting nose tackle for the raiders right now so um, it's a really a big deal, and Justin's one of the football players that actually goes back into his community and gives back, and um, we're blessed to have him, have him. We've known Justin for quite some time, of course, when he started Neville, then went off to Louisiana Tech. Uh, a lot of us aren't surprised by his success, and now he's blossomed into literally a star for the Oakland Raiders. Uh, how much fun is it for you to watch his career kind of progress and now be a major part of it? Um, we ha- I have a great time. I watch every game and really watch every play. And Justin will call me afterwards and like, how'd I do? You know, and you can watch Justin. I mean, every play he takes on two guys and he still gets a push back and pushes both guys back almost every play and a lot of times makes the tackle. And Or if he doesn't, that's what allows Bruce Irvin and Khalil Mack to be some of the best uh, defensive ends in the league because of what Justin does. A mammoth human being, but some would say his heart is just as big considering how much he now wants to give back to a community that gave him so much. Uh, he does. I mean, he'll he'll do he'll give you the shirt off his back. I mean, he's that kind of guy. All right. Uh, the camp, of course, the meet and greet on Friday. Give us some of the details, Jeff, of what's going to take place. Okay. Both events sold out last year. Uh, this The meet and greet is July 6th at the Bayou Desire Country Club. It uh, starts at 7 o'clock. It's $50, and that includes a full buffet at the Country Club, a silent auction, and picture and autograph session. This year we have some unbelievable great stuff for the silent auction. We have uh, a package to New Orleans uh, Saints game versus the Eagles that includes the hotel. We have four Dallas Cowboy tickets, 
um, and a hotel. We have, um, I mean, the community has stepped in and done such a fantastic job for us. I mean, I, there's probably about 50 things in here, but I'll, almost every restaurant from Traps to Waterfront Grill, I mean, um, the Tiger Brewery, everyone has stepped up for us, and it's, it's just been great. We have Happy Days Car Wash, like 20 car washes. We have Randall Five Meats is going to cut a big um, steak, uh, um, like I think, into 20 steaks and, and rib, to ribeyes. I mean, it's just, the list goes on and on. We got Doe's, we got Washington's. Um, this is probably one of the better silent auctions that I've ever seen, mm. and we're really blessed that the community has stepped up and helped us with that. Jeff, how long y'all been working on this, kind of getting this thing together? Um, about two months now. Um, the other cool thing Justin's bringing is he's got a, a real football that is a game-use football that's signed by everyone on the Raiders, and that's one of the rare things that you'll find is a, a game-use football signed by an entire team. We also have a, a jersey uh, signed by Marshawn Lynch, uh, a jersey signed by Derek Carr, which is pretty dang impressive. And we got a, a, another jersey signed by a, a Cooper. So we, we've got some great auction items. We've got a couple of footballs from Dak Prescott. We've got some, some really good stuff that's one of a kind that you'll see only at this auction. One of the things we're going to bid is um, a, a ball signed by everyone there. And right now we've got, we've got a lot of people playing, but it's growing every day. Mm-hmm. Right now we've got Frank Heron from LSU, Arden Key from LSU, um, Trayvon Hester, Bruce Irving, John Diars, Xavier Ro- Woods, Vernon Butler, Arden, again, Arden Key, Jalen Richard, Quentin Patton, Martez Carter, and the list keeps growing every day. Our locals are Dylan Day, who's uh, at Green Bay right now, and Barkevius Mingo, who will be the starting linebacker for the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. Uh, proceeds of this uh, for Justin Jelly being Ellis's camp. This is a nonprofit, and everything that's done, uh, Jelly goes and buys um, shoes and backpacks for those who need them in our community. And he did that last year, and he's doing it again this year. So um, all this is nonprofit. It, it, we ask that people, if they have something they want to donate, to please contact our law office, Guerrero and Guerrero. Um, I'll take care of it. I just uh, really appreciate everybody that's really given their heart and soul and worked on this to make it a success. Um, Jeff, it was a huge success last year in the, the first year. It was just amazing the number of athletes that were on the field that weren't just giving instruction, just the kids alone, what, over 300 last year? Yeah, it, it, it makes a huge difference uh, in, for these kids. I mean, can you imagine, you know, being 7, mm-hmm. um, 8 to 10, 8, 12, whatever the age is, and then having all these athletes and being able to interact with them um, it's only $25 uh, for the camp. That's going to be Saturday. Registration starts at 7 at Neville High School. Um, it's going to be one of those events that um, you'll remember and talk about forever. And we just want the kids to come out there. We had about 300 kids last year. Um, it was a great event. They still talk about it. Um, they get a, for that, for $25, they get a T-shirt. They get fed that day, and they get to interact and be coached by NFL athletes, which is uh, unbelievable rare, and, and and also some of the top athletes in the NFL. Jeff, what do people or parents out there need to do to get their kids registered for the event on Saturday? Um, they can go for the event. They can go to Eventbrite if they want to do that and register to make it easier on them. Or they can come by our law office and register, and we'll we're set up to take credit cards or however they want to do it. We'll um, accommodate them in any way. Um, we also I, I'm a kind of backtrack mm-hmm. a little bit at the meet and greet. Um, Neville High School, Coach McCarty is going to be one of our speakers, and he has been instrumental in putting this together, and we couldn't do it without him. Um, he has just been a, one of the big, big guys that's, that's handled a lot of this, and 
giving us direction, and we just like to thank him. And and if I can just for a second, I, we got some sponsors that have really stepped up. Uh, uh, Lanyette Broadcasting, uh, they've done an unbelievable job getting this event out for us. Uh, Louis, uh, Limousines Unlimited has stepped up, and they're going to take all the NFL players around uh, and show them Monroe and take them to the events, which is really big because we want these NFL players to come back next year and um, interact with us and, and, and spend money in our community too. You know, and um, We've got Dr. Charles Mayfield, who's been a sponsor of the Hilton Garden Inn. Of course, our law office, Gregorio and Gregorio and Flying Tiger. And uh, we just really appreciate those sponsors because without them, we, we couldn't do this event. Jeff, this should be fun on Friday. Of course, the meet and greet. Uh, listeners out there want to get you involved. What do they need to do to get signed up to get a ticket, to get an opportunity to rub some elbows with uh, these NFL players? Okay. The meet and greet last year it sold out. And so we're going to ha- we're gonna sell out before um, the event on Friday. And we kind of need to know because, of course, at the club it's a buffet and we got to know how many people are coming. So – We'd ask that y'all let us know as, as soon as possible. We're going to have a comedian there. Uh, Justin's flying in a comedian. Um, we're going to be able to meet and um, greet all the players. There'll be a photo ops, and then the auction is just unbelievable. And we really uh, look forward to seeing everybody out there. But they can just run by our law office uh, or give us a call at uh, 318-325-4306, 318-325-4306. And if something happens, you can't come to us, we'll, we'll come to you guys. All right, Jeff, uh, what, what's this time of the year like for you as an agent before, uh, of course, training camps kick off at the end of the month? Right now, almost everybody's still training. Um, what people don't realize is that football is a year-round job. So uh, Justin Ellis is in um, Atlanta training. Um, all the guys, we have guys in Baton Rouge, guys in Orlando, guys in Miami, and everybody's training right now. So, I mean, they're just going to fly in for this, um, do this event, and then fly back out and continue to train because even though you might be the starting guy on your team, you're still having to beat out that guy every day. So it, this is a you know, full-time job. It's not just during the season. You mentioned a number of your guys, including Barkevius Mingo. How nice was it to get him back on board with the team and, and see his career continue? The Seahawks are super excited about Barkevius, and um, he's going to be their starting linebacker. And if you watched Barkevius last year, man, he blossomed, and he showed you the kind of player he can be, and he's going to do nothing but get better every game, and uh, we're really proud of him. He's another guy that's got a big heart, uh, loves our area, and will do anything to help anybody. And you'll, you'll see Barkevius at all the local football camps and football games, and he, he always – is signing autographs. He, he's another guy that we're blessed to have in our community that just takes a part, and he, when he's asked to do something, he he clearly does it. This is not your first rodeo. You've been in this business for a while. How has the business changed? Um, it's always been very competitive, um, but it's a little bit more cutthroat a little bit because um, when you have top-quality players, you have other agencies that are always kind of go after them and do things that uh, they probably shouldn't do, but that's just part of this business, and you just kind of have to flow with the punches on it. What kind of obligations does a player have to you? Um, basically, the biggest obligation, and I don't know if it's obligation, is uh, honesty and loyalty. I mean, that's that's one thing, and that's one thing that we are to our players. So, I mean, we give our heart and soul uh, everything that we do and try to treat these guys like they're our kids, and sometimes – you know, I hate to say, I, I put them in front of my children. There's mm. many times that I'm not at Thanksgiving or 
Christmas Eve because I'm doing events with the football players. So, you know, I treat them just like they're my sons and, and want, to, want to do the best for those guys. And I guess you continue to sell just that one-on-one and hands-on approach that you guys have. Uh, yes, sir, and that's what we, we try to do at ProSource. We, we try to be there. I mean, like last night we had calls from guys that are training and wanted some things done, and we immediately took care of that to make it easier on them because their focus has to be playing football. We want them to look at nothing else, but I have to do this to get better to make this team, and we try to take care of every other problem so they don't have to worry about that. Jeff, you know sometimes pro athletes get a, a bum rap just in terms of being selfish and all about themselves. But I guess events like this with Justin Jelly being Ellis this weekend coming back shows, I mean, there's athletes that care about their communities and, of course, where they came from. And that's 100% because there, there's no reason Justin has to do this. I mean, he makes plenty of money, and um, and you see other athletes that just don't do it. So that's where the big heart comes in. And, that, and even his school teachers, his coaches, I tell you, that's the kind of guy Justin has always been. He's always been one of the guys that give back, and he's going to continue to give back. And I just can't tell you how much we appreciate the sponsorship, and Justin appreciates the sponsorship and is so excited to see the community come together and push this because it it is for the betterment of the community because we'll see these young children and and these football players give speeches of how you can make it, what do you have to do, you know, how not to get in trouble, and that makes a difference to these kids. I mean, it it instills a value to them, and, and they look up to these guys. So him taking the time and these other football players flying in and coming in to take the time is is really big. All right. Uh, once again, Jeff, if uh, listeners out there want to get involved with the meet and greet on Friday, what do they need to do? And then, of course, get their youngsters signed up for Saturday and the football camp. Uh, for the meet and greet, you can just come by our office, uh, Agrarian Agrarian 2200 Foresight. We have the tickets there. There's a very limited number left, so we want you to come. But, uh, like I said, this thing's selling out pretty quickly. Uh, as far as the um, football camp's concerned, um, you can still come by our office and get tickets there, or you can go by Eventbrite and register online. Uh, again, that thing will sell out as well. And you don't want to have your child say, Dad, Mom, why didn't you take me to this camp? Uh, Bobby got to go. So we really want to see you all there and uh, look forward to a great time. Jeff, as always, we appreciate you, everything you do for the station. And, of course, another wonderful event here coming to Northeast Louisiana. Thanks for the time, bud. Thank you so much. Thanks. Jeff Guerrero. Good stuff from Jeff there, of course, uh, earlier in the week. You look back at uh, last year's camp, the first one that uh, Justin had actually done, and it was a huge uh, turnout, over 300 kids, and then, of course, the number of athletes. And what's cool about Justin is you have the connection, of course, with Louisiana Tech and then with all these guys from Northeast Louisiana. So you have a nice blend. He mentioned the fact, you know, Kenneth Dixon, Quentin Patton, guys from Louisiana Tech, and then the number of guys just, you know, that, you know, have the ties with Neville or perhaps just being from Northeast Louisiana, the Martez Carters, John DeArces, so players like that. Well, last year felt like a Northeast Louisiana reunion. Yeah. And there were so many guys. I remember you walking, day. Yeah, you were walking around going, man, I, I've covered all these guys just about. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool to see, you know, all these guys who, who went out and made it, made a career, uh, you know, in the NFL, and for them to come back and give back to the community, I thought it was really cool. And this time period right now, you know, through the years we've had a lot of different players, of course, trying to make a name for themselves in the NFL. But right now, this, you know, three, four-year period, there's been a lot of guys trying to fight and make it into the league. I don't remember, you know, I mean, throwing Kentrell Bryce, 
You throw in, you, you know, mean there have been more guys, more guys to... right now within the last three to four years than there were, say, a decade ago. Oh, I got you. Well, I can't really speak to that because I don't, um, you know, I, I wasn't here a decade ago. But yeah, there are a lot of guys currently who who are battling for mm-hmm. for playoff spot. I mean, for NFL spots, and you know, I think it, it's just really cool to see all of those local guys come back and to see the kids' faces when they get to see oh. This is an actual NFL player. Yeah. You know, we, we remember those days when we were kids. We looked at these these players like, like our own heroes. And so I, I think it's really cool just to kind of see it through their eyes. Uh, we look forward to, of course, the uh, silent auction tonight and the dinner. If you get a chance, maybe still a few tickets left. Uh, call Jeff Guerrero's office to make that happen. Then you want to make sure to get your youngster signed up for tomorrow, the big camp out at Bill Ripple Stadium. Are you going to try to make a sound solid argument coming up next yes coming up next i'm going to pitch ufc 226 to you it's not going to be a conversation that like me and Tabor would have where we would just really break down the fights i'm going to try to break it down as casual as i can so you're going to have to talk down to me a little bit but but i'm gonna i'm gonna see if i can sell you on the fights i think i can get you and i'm pretty good at this i'm pretty good at getting my buddies to go in and and pay with me on these fights. <laughs> I've done a so lot. So that's of, what it's boiling down to. Just to no, get more people. I've to already I work mean, over some cash. You don't have the, to pay as much. Over the years, absolutely. I've, I'm a great pitch man for the UFC just because those pay per views are expensive, man. I need some people to go in with me. Coming up at eight o'clock, uh, former Louisiana Tech pitching coach Corey Barton will join us. He is on his way to being a Rice Owl. Look forward to that conversation coming up at the top of the hour. Also in the eight o'clock hour. Athlon Magazine has come out with their rankings of the 130 college football coaches in America. Where did your coach rank? Mm, another debate a brewing. And today, 993-7762. It's the Stuart Shelby Goosehead Insurance Hotline slash text line. Go to StuartShelby.com for a free quote. We're back after this. The newest lawn equipment pro center in the area is your new Cub Cadet Superstore, Yard Power. Yard Power in Monroe is your source for the full line of Cub Cadet mowers. In fact, they're the only dealer in Northeast Louisiana. And Yard Power is loaded with Cub Cadets. Over 100 mowers on the ground ready to roll. All backed by a full service and parts department. So remember YP, Yard Power. On Highway 165 in Monroe, just one mile north of Century Lane. Whether you have a sports or an orthopedic injury, nagging low back or neck pain, work-related injury, or even vertigo, get the care and treatment you need at Legacy Outpatient Therapy Services. LOTS has been a reliable health care provider for Ruston and the surrounding communities for over 15 years. Give Chase Patterson and his team of skilled therapists a call at 318-255-9601 or visit our website at LegacyRehab.net. LOTS official partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics and your home for trusted therapy solutions powered by Legacy Rehabilitation. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. 
All right, Jake Martin, what do we got going on this weekend? This weekend, this is the biggest weekend for the UFC. They had their Hall of Fame last night. They've got fights tonight on FS1 for free. If you're at home on a Friday night and bored with nothing to do, check those fights out. And then tomorrow, they usually have one of, if not the biggest fight card of the year. Now, it took a blow earlier this week when Max Holloway had to pull out. In fact, that was the fight I was looking forward to the most this weekend, Max Holloway versus Brian Ortega. So that's off the card. All right, I want to go there first. Uh, so he had to pull out with concussion-like well, symptoms? It, you know, I watched the press conference yesterday where Dana White talked about it a little bit more, and it sounds like it's, it's between the concussion-like symptoms or – uh, weight cut issues, and they're saying he's getting checked out. It, it seems like the details, I've seen both sides, so I don't really know exactly. I don't know if anybody really knows exactly what's going on, except for his camp. But, uh, yeah, he had to pull out, unfortunately. So what does that mean for his opponent? They just stick some? He, they tried to get someone on short notice. In fact, uh, Jeremy Stevens was game. He was cutting weight. But Brian Ortega, smartly, even though I, I regret we won't see him, he smartly said, no, I'm going to wait on the title fight. Hmm. So, that said, it's still a great card. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break this down as if you know none of these names, which you probably don't, huh? uh, but U- UFC fans will, will know a lot of these guys. So, there are five fights on the main card. I'll start with the first fight you'll see on pay-per-view. Did you put a parlay in on this, the five fights? Uh, dude, I, on just the five fights? I think I had more than just the five fights. I've got, I've got a lot of bets for this weekend. So... Uh, just taking away from uh, diapers money? No, nah, man, no. Nah. I, I I legitimately bet twenty four dollars and it can pay out to over a thousand bucks. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So long shots. Couple, but I, I've got so so real quick. Uh, two fights on this main card. I bet I bet on. If they hit in a parlay, it's just two fights. I get my money back. So it's like I'm playing with house money, so to speak. And I'm pretty sure they'll hit. Is this the pitch you had to your wife? <laughs> you know, she she's kind of she trusts me. She's oh, like, man. well, you know, uh, you know, I'm not excited about it, but you can do it. I, I trust you know what you're what you're doing. All right, I'm not trying to get you derailed here. You it sounds like you are. All right, first fight on the card is Gokan Saki versus Khalil Roundtree. Now, I know those names mean nothing to you, Aaron, but this Saki guy, he was an incredible kickboxer, a world champion. In fact, his kickboxing record was 81 and 16. He had 58 wins by knockout. All right, we're talking about a highly decorated striker here. Now, he's trying out MMA. Uh, he's very young in his MMA career, but the UFC wants this guy to become a superstar because he is that exciting of a fighter. He, he is that high level of a striker. So they smartly put this fight on one of the biggest fight cards of the year, and they matched him up well against Khalil Roundtree, who has a bad ground game, who who is a striker. So you're putting Saki. So they want him to win. You're putting Saki. Yeah, basically, you're putting Saki in a situation where okay, we're going to match you up against one of the better strikers in the division, and therefore we're going to let you showcase your skills in a stand-up bout. So if you tune it in, I think the first fight will be a Saki knockout, and it will be absolutely devastating, which is exciting. All right. Have I sold I've been you knocked yet? out by by some sake before. So <laughs> I like where you're going with that. Yes, you all have. Right. Um, all right, that's the first fight. Second fight is not as intriguing to me. It's Michael Chiesa versus Anthony Pettis. The reason why it's it's not that intri- I think this is the the worst fight on the card because 
I don't believe in Anthony Pettis anymore. Pettis used to be uh, he, like he was on the cover of Wheaties. He he was a lightweight champion. He was the next star. He was one of the most exciting fighters that they had. He's been on a rough stretch as of late. He's he suffered a lot of losses. He doesn't seem like the same guy. But at, at one point in time, Aaron, and I showed you this clip before this uh, this segment, Anthony Pettis ran up the cage wall, planted his his foot on the cage, leap, leapt off of it, and swung around and kicked the guy in the face. It was pretty athletic. It was straight up out of the Matrix, okay? Yeah. To see that actually happen in a legitimate fight is pretty awesome. So – He's not that guy anymore, though, and, and Michael Chiesa is one of those um, – he, 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 he grinds it out. So I think this will be a grind-out victory for Michael Chiesa. So don't expect a ton from this fight. All right. Now, third fight on the card. Well, you really sold that one. No, I'm trying to be realistic and honest. Now, that could turn out to be a really good fight, but I, I'm just telling you, I'm not that excited for that. Third fight on the card is Paul Felder versus Mike Perry, and this might as well be the fight of the night. This might as well already have the fight of the night award, okay? Because this is going to be incredible. Felder is a, a technical striker coming off of three straight knockout finishes in the UFC. And this is a late – he's a late replacement, but he's fighting a guy, Mike Perry, who who is the toughest guy at the bar. He's the toughest guy at the barbecue, right? This is the guy that there's no technique. He's, he's throwing haymakers. Uh, he wants to get in that ugly brawl. He wants to make it an ugly brawl. He's your type of fighter, Aaron. I like that guy. So Felder and Perry is 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 the fight. You pay to see Stipe versus DC. You get rewarded with Felder versus Perry. That's going to be the fight. You come away talking about, like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe how good that fight was. That's the third fight. The co-main event. All right, Aaron, we're talking about two big boys here, two guys who have to cut down to get to 260 pounds. All right? You're talking about Francis Ngannou versus Derek Lewis. These are two heavyweights with incredible knockout power. Ngannou is actually the hardest-hitting fighter we've seen in the UFC. Uh, he's, he's done a lot of those tests, a lot of those sports science tests, where he's registered more knockout power than anyone. And in case you didn't know, he's actually showcased that in the cage uh, against Alistair Overeem, a highly decorated kickboxer himself. Francis Ngannou came the closest to decapitating an opponent that I've ever seen. We won by a vicious uppercut. Uh, so he matches up against Derek Lewis, who this is a guy I like a lot on the bets. He's plus 295. I like the bet because I think he's going to close the distance and make it a, a, an ugly fight. If he doesn't, though, Ngannou's probably going to win by knockout, and it's going to be uh, in spectacular fashion. So either way, I think it's going to be a really good fight between two heavyweights. All right, now the main event. This is why everyone's tuning in. Nganu, the new main event. No, this was the main event to begin with. This was always the main event. This is the super fight. Now, Nganu was undefeated before he fought Stipe in his last fight, and so I'm interested to see how Nganu rebounds. Stipe, coming off of that Nganu win, has now more heavyweight title defenses than anyone ever in the UFC. He's fighting Daniel Cormier, who was undefeated at heavyweight and light heavyweight minus the fights against John Jones. Daniel Cormier is one of the greatest of all time. I, I I think he's in the wrong era, though. He's in the John Jones era. If he were either before or after John Jones, it would be one of those radio debates where we get on here and we go, who would have won, it, John Jones or Daniel Cormier? And we could have went back and forth to make compelling arguments each way. Unfortunately for DC, he's in John Jones' era. We've seen this fight a couple of times. We know how it goes. He can't beat John Jones. 
Nobody can. That said, you take John Jones out of the equation, I still think DC is one of the greatest of all time. And you get a, a legitimate super fight with Stipe Miocic, who himself can, can make claim as, as the greatest heavyweight of all time. So this is not just a quote-unquote super fight. We're trying to get you excited. This is a legitimate super fight. The UFC is putting on a legitimate super fight between two champions. And uh, I, I can't wait to see what happens. I think I'm taking DC. I think he's going to pressure. I think he's going to win with pressure. That said, I could definitely see Stipe knocking him out. Uh, stylistically, this won't this – won't, if this is not exciting, I'll be great, very, very surprised because stylistically these are two guys who like to push the pace, like to stand up and, and, and brawl a bit, and both are good wrestlers. So I think the, the wrestling from each will cancel each other out, and it will be a great stand-up battle uh, between two great fighters. Did I sell you? Are yeah, you excited? Not as excited as you are, obviously. But yeah, yes. but but if you look at it overall, you're getting a. a How much K- does it cost to fork over? I think it's like sixty five dollars. Oh, ain't bad. Well, I'm not asking you to pay that, all that. But <laughs> Saki Roundtree is a KO. Kiesa Pettis is is, is good. Could be a good fight. Probably not. Felder versus Perry is going to be an amazing fight. And Ganu Lewis could be in in a devastating KO. And Stipe DC is going to be a barn burner. So come on, I think it's worth sixty five dollars. Richie says it's just twenty four dollars. Talking about your bet, you can recoup that by eating ham sandwiches for dinner. Exactly, Richie. I love the way you think. I love the way you think. Anyway, I'm excited. Yeah, you know it's the summer, so I'm glad you let me have my my segment here to talk about MMA and kind of nerd out a bit. But uh, if you're if you're bored this weekend, honestly, if you got nothing to do Saturday night, get these fights. You will not be disappointed. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two seven o'clock hour in the books. Plenty coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, including former Louisiana Tech pitching coach Corey Barton will join us coming up after the break. He's got a new gig. It's in Rice. We'll find out uh, what made him move from Louisiana Tech to Houston coming up after the break. Joey Trappe will join us at 845 for his weekly visit. Plus, we have plenty of sound from Justin Jellybean Ellis coming up. And also, Athlon Magazine hmm. tried to rank the 130 tried to rank Division One football Unsuccessfully coaches ranked. in America. This is a daunting task. Well, yeah. All the, most of Once these you get through 1 through 10, it's kind of... Well, of course. And it's like trying to rank the top 100 college football players like SI did. Hmm. I mean, come on. You're going to be off a few times. I mean, who's a better coach, Frank Wilson or Sonny Dykes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the question. No, I'm interested in getting into yet another Chad Morris, Ed Orgeron debate. Bring your best, Aaron, because I'm ready to. I got Athlon Magazine now defending my cause. Oh, okay. Edit eight nine nine three seven seven six two. We're back up here. Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com. Or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.